me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Back inside the studio here on another edition of Two Up Front, presented by ShotFootsall.com. I am Baxter Colburn. Joining me on the line now is sports editor for On Milwaukee, a man that knows more about the sports world in the Milwaukee market than probably anybody else. It's Jimmy Carlton. Good day to you, Jimmy. How are you doing, sir? Doing really well, Baxter. Thanks a lot for having me. Absolutely, Jimmy. We are excited to have you here on the program. It is a soccer show, which means, no, we're not talking about the Packers or the Brewers or anything else that you would probably write about on a daily basis. We're going to be talking about the Milwaukee Torrent and uh, what has been going on with their inaugural NPSL season, everything that owner and head coach Andy Davi has done for the team, and just kind of what they've done to this point in the year. But uh, So, Jimmy, I mean, you've had an opportunity to go to a couple games. You've written about them you know, multiple times as well. Tell us a little bit about what your few takeaways are before we kind of like dive into it so far. What is your, what's your evaluation of the Milwaukee Torrent at this point in the season? Yeah, I've been to a few games, and you know they're five and zero, which speaks for itself. But uh, as far as what I'm seeing on the field, it's really interesting. They're, they're, they they dominate these games. Um, they're clearly playing at a level that the other teams in their league in this NPSL Midwest Conference just aren't at. And you know, partly it's because Andy Dobby had made the decision um, way up front to pay his players and be able to attract the best talent, especially the best local talent, even a couple players. Um, not, that aren't from this area. Yep. Um, they play an extremely disciplined style, which, if you know Andy Davi, isn't really a surprise. He's very, very um, strict tac- uh, technician, tac- uh, tactical uh, type coach with um, a very disciplined style, a lot of organization they build out of the back. Um, it's, it's a very clean product to watch. In fact, um, I w- I've been surprised having gone to a couple of the friendlies earlier this season and watching them you know, sort of get their feet wet against local colleges, you know, uh, against Marquette and against UWM, they really didn't seem to know who they were or what they were, and there didn't seem, it, it just didn't seem comfortable. And now, uh, granted, they were, at that point, maybe a month or two of, of having trained together, if, if even that, um, and you could just sort of see uh, the most fledgling, far-off uh, uh, hint that they were going to be able to get something together. Uh, clearly, they, they've been able to bring all this uh, technical skill and, and talent together, mm-hmm. and I would say that it's, it, it probably wouldn't be inaccurate um, to say that, that Davi has really um, instilled his vision on this team because, you know, they play so beautifully well together, and they really do have a structure and an organization when they come up against these teams who just sort of seem like they're 
they're getting together for the first time that week or, you know, maybe they, they got a training session earlier, but he, he really brings a professional mentality. Um, and, and the Torrents do represent professionally. I think they look like a real soccer team, a real, real, uh, a real club here. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that one for sure. I mean, there's a couple of different things that you can look at, too, based off of those uh, a couple of different things that you said, too. I would be very curious now to see how the Milwaukee Torrent would be against even Marquette because that's the team where they lost 4-0 in preseason, only, being only their second game overall as an organization. Everybody was kind of like, ooh, you know, I don't know how well this Torrent team actually is going to be. I mean, they're losing to a Division One school, but... Not to take anything away from the Midwestern Division, I've seen all the teams play so far aside from Chicago. We'll see Chicago when they come to town on the 23rd. At least from what I've seen from L.C. Ayers, at least what I've seen from the Minnesota Twin Stars, neither of those teams can even remotely stay in the same ballpark as what the Milwaukee Torrent are doing right now. So I, I almost feel like the Torrent are just bounds and leaps better than any team in this division. Like I said, I haven't seen Chicago yet. I know that they did beat Chicago 4-0 earlier on in the year, back on June 4th, but... I'm a little, I'm a little worried. I almost feel like they're playing down to their competition because they're so much more superior. But like you said, that might be something to do with the fact that they are being. Some of these players are being paid by Coach Andy Davi to be a part of his team, which incentivizes more players to want to come play for him. Obviously, but I, I, I'm a little curious though. Do you think they are in just a weak division as a whole, or how? How? I'm, I, I don't know if we can have an accurate picture of what exactly the Milwaukee Torrent are doing this year. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I've had the same. I've had the same question. I've had, I've considered it the same way. Um, you know, there's just no frame of reference with this NPSL. I mean, it's, it's, an, it's a cool league. It's, it's actually surprisingly well run given yeah. you and I both have, have had conversations about other low level <laughs> semi pro leagues and yep. other sports like the ABA. But, um, you know, there's just no frame of reference. I've never watched an NPSL game. What I have seen has been the Torrent just dominating their opponents. Um, and I think a lot of that really does come from, you know, they, they've attracted some very, very good talent, probably the best, close to the upper echelon talent of, of what the MPSL can, can, can have. And then they've imbued that with really, really structurally sound um, uh, tactical approach, which, you know, through Dobby. And I, I think that, that that makes such a huge difference at this level where everybody's close to the same ability. And, you know, if you're, if you're just an, a well-organized team that practices together, that, you know, and that, that's, I think, partly why in those friendlies against those colleges after maybe a month of training in the winter time, they just sort of looked a little discombobulated. They mm -hmm. didn't really know what they were doing. They certainly didn't have a lineup. I mean, there's guys who were playing in those, who were, who were starting and playing big minutes, um, especially in the back line in those friendlies that just don't even see the field now. Um, but as far as, you know, getting a, a, a sense of the NPSL in this conference, they're, they're head and shoulders above everybody else. And it's really hard to say if other teams, throughout the country would give them, um, you know, more of a game. Uh, it's hard. It, 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 I can't really imagine that at the fourth division, there's going to be a lot of teams that are really much better than what they're producing. It's a good, it's, it is a good product. In fact, I left, I left Saturday's game against Eris, um, telling friends and family, you know, this is actually a really good product and, mm -hmm. and people should come out and not even just to, to, uh, tow the company line or to, to toot Andy Dobby's, uh, touring horn. He obviously wants this to be Milwaukee's, uh, you know, Milwaukee's professional team, one, course, one yeah. team, one, one city or whatever he's got, uh, that, that, um, that hashtag, but it really is a good, good soccer product. I think it's about as, it's probably above most of the major level team, most of most of the majors teams in this city. Um, although I would absolutely die to see a Bavarian versus Torrent game, if not <laughs> just for the ability, but for the personal background between some mm -hmm. of the coaches and the, and the players. But, uh, 
yeah, it's a really, really good team um, at this level. And, and who knows if they move up, if, if they were going to move up in the next couple of years or a few years, how they would do. I think you'd have to probably expand your talent pool and get outside of just this, this area. They're attracting really, really good um, guys, you know, the FC Milwaukee products and um, the guys who played for Serbs and guys who, who played at UWM and UW-Green Bay. But that's really all they've got. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I mean, right now, I mean, it's great that they've got all of these different talents coming from, you know, those those other schools, as you mentioned, around Wisconsin. But Wisconsin itself isn't exactly known as the hotbed of young, promising, up-and-coming, talented players. Occasionally, you'll get those two or three that'll sneak through and be like, yeah, we're playing D1 at Wisconsin, or I'm playing at Marquette or whatever. But a lot of those guys go on to bigger and better things. We've heard about guys from Marquette and from, you know, UW-Madison being drafted into the MLS or playing at USL or NASL. So I don't know how many of those guys, the even higher quality guys from within the state that are going to say, you know what, I really want to play for the Milwaukee Torrent and, you know, give back to the community, which is fantastic if they do, but the Torrent aren't exactly there just yet. I am curious, right. too, though, as you mentioned, Jimmy, I mean, what it would be like. I mean, I would I would love to. I would pay a, a very high amount of money to go and watch a Torrent versus Bavarians or, or Torrent versus uh, Croatian Eagles, <laughs> you know, even a little like round robin trifecta cup there, I think would be Absolutely amazing, but you've had a you've had an opportunity, Jimmy, to see the soccer culture grow back and forth here in the Milwaukee area. Is it a little? I don't want to speak. I don't want to say the wrong word, but I feel like it's almost a little childish at times, based off of how these all these so many different supporters groups, all these different ideas, and for some reason, no matter what, taking Davi, taking everybody else out of the picture. Why can we not all still get on the same page with this? Because I feel like at some point, egos aside, we need to do what's best for the community and what's best for growing soccer in Wisconsin as a whole, not just in Milwaukee. Yeah, well, I spent uh, 4,000 words on this topic uh, maybe a summer or two ago when I was with Fox, and it's just, it's pretty much exactly like what you said. It is childish, and it's very, very um, frustrating from a soccer perspective, not from a journalist perspective, to sort of talk to these different major players and, and um, the different groups within the city and the surrounding area and and sort of be incredulous that they can't work together, that they don't sort of, if not support, if not share the same vision, at least sort of support yeah. similar visions. Um, I mean, that's, that's changed a, a bit. Uh, certainly a big, a big sea change was the Milwaukee Baron supporters group coming around and, and, and saying that they were going to back the torrent. Um, Andy Davi and, and some of the Barons uh, uh, people had, had had some issues in the past, and they seemed to have worked through that, and um, both seemed to be benefiting. But, yeah, it's a lot of – in this area, and, and that could, this could be true across the country. I, I've worked in other markets, but I've never been in really closely involved in the soccer communities in other cities. It really sort of self-cannibalizes um, the, the, the greater – goal and the greater vision of bringing mm -hmm. high-level soccer here. Ever since Peter Wilt wasn't able to get the stadium for an MLS team downtown, yeah. I think people have sort of thrown up their hands and said, you know, it's not going to happen. People say, if Peter Wilt can't do it, how is, you know, how is anybody else expected to do it or something like that? Yeah, basically. exactly, exactly. It sort of, it sort of just becomes self-defeating because, you know, that they got real close and then it didn't happen. And then since then, all you've had is you've had the Rampage and the Wave United fold, and then you've had the Wave just sort of be what they've become. Um, which is not to take anything away from the wave. It's no, tremendous no. entertainment and a very, very high-level high, high level indoor soccer. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not the, it's not the outdoor game. Um, I, I don't know. I, I've had this conversation a lot of times with other soccer people, and it's just like, what do you, uh, what do you want 
you know, talking to, you know, th- this group or this mm-hmm. coach or this person who wants to, you know, uh, bring investors into, into town. And, yeah. you know, what are you trying to accomplish? Here's something that is already here um, with the torrent. They have now proven that they're at least extremely well run. I mean, uh, say what you want about, uh, you know, being fourth division and PSL fans don't necessarily always want to start at the bottom. And, and certainly soccer people have said what they wanted to say about Andy Davi, both good and not so great, and uh, <laughs> yep. but but they 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 they've accomplished exactly what they said they were going to do when they when they formed a year ago, um, and both on the field and off in terms of paying their bills and and being a functioning organization. So, you know, th- this is the one that's here right now. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it grow. I would certainly um, absolutely kill to see like what you said a round robin tournament. That, that would be a lose lose for just about everybody, I think, in the city. But. Um, at least in terms of on the field, it would that definitely benefit the fans. And for those of us um, that cover the the teams and the leagues too, we'd be like, "Oh, this is fantastic!" Like finally just getting to getting to see it. I think that would be just fun, though. I mean, we know about this this derby that's coming up with the Muskegon Risers, the second leg of that that's coming up at the end of the month on July thirtieth. I mean, doing little inner city derbies sometimes is even exciting too. I mean, I feel like that would be a possibility. But at the same time, because there is so much butting of heads between you know the organizations i almost i'm assuming maybe the the thought had been tossed down and then everybody's like no we really don't like you or we really don't like what you're doing so no it's not what we wouldn't we wouldn't dream of that you know we, we could never we could never do that but you have to feel like those coaches are laying in bed at night at times going we could beat them like you know like, that would be you know we could take them i would love to see that but then it's all the Absolutely. all the other crazy background things that have to go on with it but um, let's just take a look briefly here, Jimmy, for a second, as we, before we let you go, just how the Torrent have done this year. I mean, they've completely boat raced every single opponent they've played out of the stands, or out, even in the NPSL more than anything. We know about the friendly games. We know they've had one draw in a friendly match against the Muskegon Risers, who they'll play again on July 30th back at Eline Soccer Park for the uh, the Wishigan Trophy, the, the two-legged uh, trophy. So... Um, Let's look at this the season as a whole though. I mean they've beaten they beat Minnesota two one back in the their first game of the year. They beat the Chicago Mustangs four nil, the Minnesota Twin Stars five nil, the uh L C Harris nine one and then five nil again last week, and now they play the Chicago Mustangs again on July twenty third. Who have been some of the players for you this season that you can consistently look at and say, you know what, this team would not be at nearly as good if XYZ was not on the field for them? Well, James Weber leading scorer. Uh, yeah. I mean, the guy is a clinical finisher, and I can't really picture many people doing it at a higher level than he does. And certainly inside the box, and he just puts things away. He gets it in. He goes side netting when he's when he's uh, almost on every on almost every finish he's had. Um, for me, Ian Bennett, I, I I was a big Ian Bennett fan, when, or I am a big Ian Bennett fan, as as what he does for the wave and for the community, and just mm-hmm. how excited he is about soccer in the city and and with with the youth. But um, on the field, he's he's just as much of an impact player. I mean, he, they've got him, they play him out wide as a wing outdoors as opposed to a striker in indoor game. And basically they, I was on the sideline on Saturday and every time he touches the ball, they the coaches and the players are just beseeching him, go at people, just take people on. I mean, he, he get a couple of touches going forward and then he just gonna, he's going to get around somebody and get a, get across him presumably. Although sometimes it seems like he's got a tendency to carry the ball, you know, 10 touches across the top of the box going laterally and, and that didn't seem that was uh yeah <laughs> got under uh Dobby's skin a little bit but um he's been a big impact player and you know i think he's the second or third highest score uh Declan rodriguez in the middle has been a pretty pretty solid playmaker mm-hmm. um that's another guy that they brought in from outside of the area and um clearly possesses a lot of talent 
for me, the biggest impact player, the most dominant player in, in all the games that I've seen has been Drew Ruggles. Hmm. Um, I mean, he is so solid in the back. They've got him at center back. I think, it, I think when he was in the USL, he was more of a holy midfielder, but they've got him just anchoring the back line. He's a tremendous communicator. He wins just about every ball in the air. And for me, the, the, the difference between – usually you can tell when a player is playing at a higher level when with his speed of play – and his ability to be so composed on the ball at a you know, you know pretty high leverage position. His vision is incredible, and and just deliver these fifty or sixty yard strikes, these diagonal balls right to the outside mids and to the to forwards, right on a dime, right to their their feet, really does speak to a higher level. I mean, that's what you watch on TV when you watch really really good teams and really good players. They just play these balls where the guy doesn't have to move, and that actually you know Ruggles for me as as much as I really. Um, appreciate and sort of am, am grateful to watch and enjoy his game, um, he's he's an interesting test case for, for the torrent because if he's the best player on the field, and he has been in the games that I've Which watched. Which I feel like we torrent, could both argue he is, yeah. Yeah, if, he, if he's the best player on the field, and I don't know what happened with, he was at Rochester with USL, and I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, I don't, Andy said he, he didn't get his contract um, extended, and I'm not sure, I, I won't even pretend to know what happened there, if it was a if it was a form or if it was a form or, or a mobility issue or if there was something else going on. But if he, if, if he wasn't able to go to stay in the USL, which is the next level up, yep. which is you know, presumably the, the track that Andy wants to take as he builds this thing up, and, and that's your best player far and away, I, I just don't know. I mean, don't, you probably do have to attract some better players. I don't know if you can build with the core you have to get to that USL level. No, I'd agree with you on that one too. I mean, that's always what you hear. I mean, we had somebody, we had Justin Davis of Minnesota United on our program a couple weeks ago and we asked him, I said, Hey, when, when you guys make that jump from NASL to MLS, do you know how many of you guys are going to be, be kept on the roster? And he's like, honestly, no, none of us, none of us know yet. There's been no talk. There's been no contract. He's like, I'd like to hope so. He's like, but you know, we don't know when, when that jump is made of, you know, how we, we match up for the coach and everything else that's going on. So similar situation, NPSL, I would say is, you know, not worlds behind, but depending on how the, the best NPSL teams are, which like we said, you and I don't have an official gauge really of who is there and who isn't. And, but I feel like, uh, if we had, if there were several more Drew Ruggle-esque style, you know, composed, confident, you know, skilled players on the field, well then, yes, you could take this torrent team and you could drop them in USL and then say, hey, you know, you're going to be at least competitive. You might not win a championship, but you might at least be competitive. And, you know, that yeah. might be, at the end of the day, that's kind of what you want at the end of the day. I mean, one other player I want to highlight really fast, too, I think has to be, he hasn't done a whole lot because he hasn't had to do a whole lot all year, but it's been goalkeeper Nick Barry, though, too, I feel oh, like. Yeah. I mean, just an absolute wall back there on defense. A tremendous communicator. Had an incredible penalty kick save, too, in this last match against Elsie Aris to keep his clean sheet. Uh, he's only conceded, I, I believe he's only conceded two goals all season long in NPSL yeah, exactly. action. So that right there, I mean, if we were, if there was an all-star game, I feel like Nick Barry would be uh, at least in contention for what that would be to, to get him in there. But another yeah, you, incredible player. Yeah, you, you hit on the major points that I, uh, that I have for Barry, which is, you know, when your team scores 25 goals and you've only really had maybe 25 chances, against you mm-hmm. it's probably pretty easy to get you know bored or sidetracked or just i don't know if rusty is the right word when you're sitting in goal but just you know just sort of sitting around there and maybe yeah. not in, in in optimal uh form preparation wise but he, you know he really stays engaged he's always yelling like you said the communication he's always yelling at the back line he's 
Um, he's very encouraging. He's he's pretty constructive with what he's with what he says, and he's always talking. He's always pointing. Um, and then that that penalty kick save, you know, they basically asked him to make to make one play. Mm-hmm. That's all he had to do on Saturday. And he did, he guessed right, he made, made a terrific save and, and kept that clean sheet. Yeah, and that's, I'm um, talking with him a couple of different times off the field, he said that's a, you know, just a testament to, to assistant coach and goalkeeper coach Mark Litton's training. He said that's why we stay two, three, four hours sometimes extra after practice is to work on that one second, that three seconds worth of reaction. He's like, if you get it wrong, he's like, that could be the game, that could be a, a championship, that could be a, you know, a loss right there. He's like, you have to be engaged at every single second of every single game he's like that's you know that's why we we do what we do and i think it's paid off incredibly well for him so but jimmy i appreciate you taking some time today on the program uh where can people find your work and find you on social media as well well you can definitely find everything i write about sports on on milwaukee.com where i'm the sports writer and sports editor it's been a lot of bucks and brewers lately but i try to get the torn in there as much, much as i can and then uh definitely follow me on twitter at jimmy carlton 88 Fantastic. Jimmy Carlton, thank you so much for stopping by the program, sir. We hope to have you back on again in the future. Thanks a lot, Baxter. We're going to run to a break. When we come back, we've got more in store for you. Stay with us. You're listening to Two Up Front, presented by ShopFutsal.com. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. <laughs> 